Welcome to the Journey to Worthy podcast. This is a podcast for people who want to feel strong, to help awaken the force within you, to learn tools and tips for living an extraordinary life, because everyone deserves to feel powerful, to create a life that they love. I'm your host, Jeremy Long, and I want to share my journey with you. Welcome to the Journey to Worthy. Welcome back to the Journey to Worthy, the Conscious Queer and Uncut Edition. Journey to Worthy has partnered with the Conscious Queer community to bring you more resources, stories, and support. If you are a gay, bi, or queer man looking for support, you can head on over to thecqcommunity.com to find information or to join one of our queer men's groups. All right. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Journey to Worthy podcast, and welcome to all of you. Welcome to anyone who's new. This is a podcast for you if you are part of the queer community, if you are just someone wanting to find support, wanting to find answers, wanting to find tools to help you with your wellness, to help you with your mindset and mental fitness, as well as tools even to handle some of your anxieties. And also just a big support for anyone that's in the queer community. I am a gay man who has spent a lot of time trying to figure out why I, why I am the way I am and tools to move me along to make me feel better and have a more fulfilling, queer, authentic life. So you will hear me sharing my journey as many of, our, many of you already had. Uh, having listened to the episodes in the past, you'll hear about me talking about my pitfalls, the lessons that I've learned. It is a very honest space and I want to give you more of that because that's what people resonate with is the truth and the honesty. So you're going to hear tools that I use to manage myself and to feel better that hopefully you can take home and apply to your own life. So for those of you that have been with me for a while, it has been a while. And I know that I kind of ghosted you a little bit. Um, I did take a little break as I was developing my business and figuring out what I was up to. And I just want to acknowledge and thank you for all of your inquiries and your patience and understanding and just your um, wanting to be connected with me still. I just really appreciated that. So thank you to all of you um, loyal listeners. And um, just want to give you a few updates today about what's been going on for me. I'm going to talk about where I'm heading in a little bit and some stuff that you can pay attention to and, and get involved in. Uh, but first, yeah, I'm going to give you some updates on what's been going on in Jeremy's world. <laughs> so as you know, I've shared quite a bit about my um, mindset and how I feel about myself, confidence, low self-esteem. And of course, you can imagine that where this often gets challenged the most is in relationships. So during COVID, I did spend a little bit of time doing some deep reflection and also, you know, facing some challenges in some, some dating situations that I was in. And I found myself in a bit of a moment of surrender where I realized the way that I was operating, it wasn't working anymore. The way that I was putting myself in situations where I was continually feeling like I wasn't going to get my needs met and that I wasn't necessarily being treated properly, um, which wasn't even the other person's fault. It was my own for not knowing what I needed, not checking in with what does Jeremy really, truly need to feel safe, loved and supported. And so this was actually a really good, really painful, uncomfortable, anxious moment, but really good because it, it forced me to... Um, become more aware of what was happening for me and like identify some of the patterns and realize that the common denominator in all of this was me and I needed to look at myself and take responsibility for what I was doing and what I could change. 
And so part of that um, looked like, you know, facing it that I needed to spend some time in therapy. So I got a gay therapist who I've been seeing for a year and a half now who has been fantastic in supporting me to, you know, to, to really truly see me, to acknowledge and validate why I see things the way I do and why I get so anxious and scared um, in relationships and also to challenge me, to help me see a new way, to help me reframe how I can now see myself and my partners in relationships. So that's been phenomenal. I also spent some time going to Al-Anon. For any of you that know me, I've also been a big member of the 12-step recovery community and been sober for a number of years. But there was another layer because I often end up dating alcoholics or people that are um, you know, involved in some kind of substance or drinking. And so I needed to take a look at that because that also comes from trauma. That also comes from having you know, a childhood where I feel like I need to please people or put up with things and support and help people. And again, that means that I'm forgetting about me, forgetting about what does Jeremy need. So that was something else that I did. Alana really helps you kind of focus on turning the attention towards yourself. Another thing that I became aware of is my attachment style. Never even knew that language before. I knew love languages, but attachment style is something I did some research on as well. Got to know that I have a very anxious attachment style and that often my anxieties, my thinking, um, it's very irrational. It's very emotional. It's very not aligned or proportionate to what was happening in reality. And um, I often thought that, you know, this anxiety was only when I was in relationships. And I've started to realize actually that it's it's been something that's been in the background that I've just learned to manage really well because I spend so much time on self-development and self-discovery. I actually realized that I've had more anxiety my whole life that I wasn't even aware of. Um, so within the relationship realm, I really started to identify, I took a, a nonviolent communication training where I learned how to really take responsibility for my emotions because I had been spending a lot of my life pointing the finger at others, pointing the finger at the men that I was dating saying, you're not treating me well. You're not, you're not good enough for me, yet I would stay. You're you know, not, not being fair to me and not giving me what I need. And what I was realizing in this course and in this work <laughs> that I've been doing is that I actually wasn't really just taking responsibility for my own experience. I wasn't saying, I feel angry. I was saying, you made me angry. And that's actually not really possible. Yes, there's an element of other people's behavior impacts me and that need, they need to take responsibility for that. But I really didn't know how to take responsibility for my emotions. So I spent a lot of that last couple of years feeling a lot feeling a lot of pain, feeling a lot of that inner child that was just having a bit of a trauma and a bit of um, a tantrum, actually. And I realized that that's been, I've been carrying that around in the background, but not actually dealing with it. I've been sort of having this um, tantrum victim mindset happening in the background, and it's been impacting me. It's been impacting me and my relationships. So part of all of this, I also took a CBT course, uh, cognitive behavior therapy, because of my anxiety and being in a relationship where I started to realize I'm with someone healthier now because I've become more healthy and I've attracted someone healthier, yet now my, my patterns and my behaviors, ooh, they're getting in the way of this healthier relationship. And so now I've been seeing someone for quite a while and my anxiety actually started getting in the way. So I started exploring that. I started going to a CBT course and I learned some tools there. I learned some DBT tools as well. 
um, which has been really fabulous. The more tools in you, that you have your, in your toolbox, the better. Uh, so really, if you have any kind of anxieties, please go explore. There's so much support out there. Um, check your local um, mental health resources. Um, and also, I just I want to honor that based on we recently celebrated um, World Mental Health Day on October 10th. And um, I did a post on my Facebook just really sharing about my recent anxiety experience. And, and I'll, I'll share more of it now because I realized that all of that anxiety that I had learned to sort of live with and sort of manage, but actually completely not <laughs> because it was still coming out sideways. Even though I was, you know, this person that I, I'm hard on myself because I expect myself to be really good at this, you know, because I'm a coach and because I practice mental health and I work in, you know, queer men's health and and wellness and and I expected more from myself, but I actually realized, okay, it's time to face that my anxiety is literally getting in the way of of my wellness, of me having a very good day, even when things are going well. And I, I will create a story in my mind that something's not going well. I will catastrophize. I will believe that I can read people's minds. I will believe that the worst possible case scenario will come true. And physically, I will feel like I'm being sucked into a dark hole. And and this, I don't know, well of darkness that I would feel trapped in and pulled down into. And I would just, I realized that I was having these depressive, anxious moments. And I don't stay there too long because I am good at coaching myself out of these moments thanks to all the many, many hours of training that I've done. Um, but um, it still wasn't quite getting me there. I was still being pulled down. And actually my roommate um, at the time pointed out, um, Jeremy, I wish you could just climb out of there because it feels, it sounds really dark in there. And I felt that. And I had this moment one day where I was actually just going to take a nap to feel better and laid down when you know, I had gotten jealous of my partner or something, and it was completely not based in reality. And I was laying in bed, and it was a sunny day out. And I looked over at the blinds that I had pulled down, and I looked at myself in the bed, and I thought, wow, this is not how I want to live. So I got up, and I took action. I got up, and I took action, and I know that that's hard. It's hard because when you're in a depressive place, it's hard to get out. And so what I did was I reached out and I reached out to my doctor, I reached out to other people and I continued on my mental health journey. And now I am happy to say that I've explored medication. Medication has um, really been helping me over the last little while. And it's actually been a huge, huge shift in that relationship that I've been talking about. So I'm, I'm not willing to let my anxiety get in the way anymore. So I'm taking charge by exploring medication. I've done so much work, so much inner work. And I'm happy that I did that first to learn how to really handle myself. And now I'm exploring medication because that seems to be giving me a reprieve from being pulled into that well, well of darkness. It's been um, allowing me space to just observe the thoughts that are not re realistic, that are still coming up but then not feel attached to them, not feel um, pulled down, not feel so bogged down with uh, negativity. I can just kind of notice and look over at that anxious thought and think, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna feel that. I'm not gonna own that and kind of move on. And my partner's noticed that immensely and given me lots of feedback about it. 
So not saying that you should or shouldn't be on medication, but I'm just saying that for me, I'm exploring something new that I have never done before at the age of 37. And it seems to be working for now. So I will say I've also been in a healthy relationship where I'm learning about more of my patterns, learning more about my attachment style, and really taking responsibility for my own shit. Pardon my French. I've been living my recovery program really strongly. I've been connected to my recovery and to other people that are sober and practicing a sober, well-focused life, wellness-focused, um, in my seventh year of recovery at this point. Another thing that I explored over the last little while was men's work. So I joined a local organization called the Ark of Brotherhood, and this is where I discovered some of some amazing work that is called men's work. And so men's work, there's a movement out there about the modern man that needs to take responsibility for his masculine and his feminine sides. And this work is really great. And I, and I definitely put myself in a space mostly um, full of heterosexual men, which was powerful and overwhelming all in itself. And I, I initially joined because I wanted to learn how to be around anybody because I wanted to grow my business and I wanted to connect with people. And I also wanted to overcome feeling intimidated by straight men. So I did that. So I was in these men's work groups for over a year and I learned really how to overcome my gay shame. I really owned who I was in that space of, of straight men and shared about my sexual experiences and, and shared about my life and learned how to face conflict. I was pushed a little bit. I was really encouraged to take ownership of my life. And I'm so grateful for that. And that has been really great. Um, but some of it, again, was quite a heteronormative environment. And I know that a lot of queer people would not feel safe to go into those spaces, which is is why um, I, I will talk a little bit more about the work I'm doing now shortly. Uh, it's combined with my work working in queer health, where I, I was working in community programming for a couple of years as well. I was coaching volunteers in the local queer organization here in Vancouver and learned a lot more about the lessons of of queer acceptance, queer lifestyle, um, really just needing to own all, all of me, all of my um, queer quirks and my sexual desires and my, you know, fully accepting what I want for myself and to feel like I deserve to have a happy sex life and a happy, you know, queer a gay relationship and and know that I don't need to hide my sexuality from anybody anymore. I really learned that. I know that that's not for everyone because your level of outness is totally up to you. Uh, and I explore that in some more of the work that I'm doing now. But that has been huge for me because I used to avoid um, talking about my sexuality with people to, you know, to avoid having an uncomfortable conversation. I didn't even know how to talk about my sexual interests and now I'm comfortable talking about my fetishes and my my kinks with people and really being quite open about it. Um, it's very liberating, to be honest, and I'm not really worried about what people think anymore. In fact, I actually stand up for people if they do say something that offends me about my choices because that is not appropriate. So becoming very strong in my sexual identity and that's something I really want for you listeners. And I know that it's a journey. It's not something that's super easy but it is something that I believe is important. So that is something as well that um, I do want to continue working on in the work that I do with people and, and also just continue to, to share on this podcast. 
some other work and things I've been focusing on is actually my coaching practice. So I've been working with some different coaching platforms, really expanding my coaching experience, working with many different organizations and many different leaders and different levels of leadership and different positions and directors and VPs and really found my passion. My passion is really for leadership development, for helping leaders. And I say leaders, you know, as anyone that's really just wanting to be a leader of people better, be a better communicator. And so I work with a lot of amazing people in all these different companies, helping them get control of their reactive behavior, helping them see how they can navigate conflict, helping them expand into better communication and holding a vision for people and being more supportive and more empowering. Um, because that is what I believe is a level of leadership that we need in our current work climate, not the old style leadership, which is a bit more command and control, do your job, prove your way. Now people are wanting empowerment. People are wanting purpose. People are wanting uh, to be offered a path and encouraged to grow. And I do believe that that's what I'm so excited that I get to work with people. Um, I've also been uh, leading some some leadership workshops. I've created some trainings for people, and I've I've been providing them to um, a number of different groups um, lately. Some women and some queer people in the trades, which I which I have found very fascinating. I also work in um, the employment. Uh, sector supporting people that are entering the workforce again and offering them emotional intelligence training. So with all of that said, I founded my my new business, Enhanced Leadership. So that's been another thing I've been working on. You can check out the website, enhancedleadership.ca, where I've been doing a lot of focus on that one-on-one coaching with different leaders and working with teams that are going through troubles and, and issues with relationships and communication and, and also working just with... Um, emotional intelligence training, helping people become more self-aware and helping them become better communicators. So this has been amazing. It's been very fulfilling for me. Um, it is my desire to continue working with marginalized folks within this, this atmosphere is really important to me. So binding together my queer coaching with my leadership coaching, that is something that I love getting to do. I do have a number of queer clients right now and it's just, it hits home so much that Part of our trauma is sometimes bring we, we bring them with us into the workplace, and it's it's okay. It's okay to learn how to manage them, how to encourage you know yourself to be strong, how to um, become aware of of your thinking when you're in these different atmospheres. So this has been great. It's been very fulfilling, and um, I've been I've been loving all of the work that I get to do. And so now that things are sorted. And I've, I've got some, some solid, you know, safety, some security happening. I've got some um, fulfillment happening. I've actually really had time to just enjoy myself. If you listen to previous episodes, I was often struggling. Even between episodes, I was struggling. And now, I swear, for the first time, um, I feel everything is, everything is at 95s. I'm I'm cruising along, climbing along, feeling really good. And my coach in the past always said that I was trying to come up to zero. I was coming from negative just up to zero so that I could finally breathe. And now I'm above zero and I'm getting to be creative in what I want to create in my life, in my business. And oh, wow, it is, I just got goosebumps. It's completely different than who I used to be. Even listening back to some of my early episodes, <laughs> coming back from traveling abroad in Bali and trying to figure out who I was and 
what my my life path was supposed to be. I remember seeing a spiritual healer in Bali and asking, I don't know, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. And I remember he said, a great, a great career path is coming your way. And I had no idea um, that that would come true the very next year and discovering coaching. So now that I have been able to have some more capacity in what I want to create. So what I've done is I founded another organization called the Conscious Queer Community. So this was inspired from my uh, many programming and many working um, roles in the queer health industry and as well as my time in the men's work movement and I said that the men's work movement was very heteronormative it wasn't going to be somewhere that a lot of queer people were going to land and feel safe to open up and be seen and challenged so I wanted to bring that work to the queer community and that's why I created the conscious queer community because there's there is people out there there's there's so many queer people that are wanting to focus on their healing and their journey and and really develop themselves and become more conscious and responsible people like me um that i I know that want this this work and so that's why i developed these groups and so the the groups offer you know a space to be seen to be accepted for who you are in your sexual identity and any traumas that you carry with you a space to really be challenged to be better to grow to keep accountable to the goals that you set and to be celebrated for the for the wins because if you're like me your brain my brain has a default of focusing on what's not happening what i didn't do what i haven't done yet and what i don't have and and that muscle is so strong that sometimes we need to practice celebrating the wins and and sometimes it means that we need to be celebrated by others and that's what these spaces are all about so i developed the uh, five-week foundation series that really allows you to discover um, different parts of your your well-being and this this covers all different areas of you know your communication and how you are with other people and, and being in a group setting really allows you to um, step into yourself and to find something that you want to focus on. Um, so this has been really powerful work and I, I definitely want more people to know about it, which is why I partnered the Conscious Queer Community with the Journey to Worthy podcast, because I want to share about this work. I want this work to be more accessible to people. I want people to feel safe to come out and to be who they are and, and also just to honor that, to honor um, recently, we had National Coming Out Day on October 11th. Part of, of, of our journey as queer people is that we have to come out constantly. We have to come out or, or never do truly come out to, in some ways. Never come out about what's bothering us, about our sexuality, about our sexual desires, about you know parts of us that we hide, that we mask so that we can show up, so that we can pass as straight, so that we can avoid feeling uncomfortable and put on the spot. And... I don't know about you, but I, <laughs> I'm not okay with that anymore. I wanted to learn and continue to learn how to be my best queer, gay, best self. And I actually created an assessment for you. So this is something else that I want to be spread around as a resource, but I created a, a, a quiz, the best self-assessment, how to be your best gay, bi, and queer and trans authentic self. This is a resource that it's a, it's a snapshot. It's of, of who you are, where you are in your life right now. It allows you to rate yourself on the areas of your purpose and motivation, on your self-awareness and your self-control, you know, self-regulation. 
it allows you to look into the areas of your sexual identity and how comfortable you are with yourself also on conscious connection and how how you are connected to people in your community and other queer people and also conscious conflict how to have healthy conflict it helps you see how you might be um, interacting with others that might be getting in the way of moving forward so i want this best self-assessment to be used as a tool for self-discovery and you can go and find this best self-assessment on the website the conscious sorry dcqcommunity.com you can also find it on the facebook page cq community because this is going to be something that um, might give you some inspiration on some areas that you want to explore. And I can tell you from the many people that have taken the assessment so far, what I'm seeing the most of is that people on the sexual identity component are scoring a 50% or below because they're not feeling like they can talk openly. They're not feeling proud and, and confident in their sexuality. They're not feeling like they can talk openly about their sexual desires. Um, they're avoiding, you know, coming out in some situations. And I do and I do want to validate that it's not easy and it's not for everyone. And it's it's not always appropriate to be a confident out queer gay guy. And also, I will challenge myself right now in saying that because for me, it is. I need to be that and I will be that for you. I'm willing to stand up and say this is who I fucking am. Sorry for swearing, but it's it's that's how important it is to me. And that's why I want to do this for you. So I want you to use that as a tool. Um, and you may find that this assessment uncovers, you know, which areas of your life that you might want to improve. Um, so this is also really, really great because the assessment, those areas that I mentioned are all the areas that are covered in the five week foundation series that the conscious queer community offers. So within that five week foundation series, you'll have a deep dive into those areas to support you in your purpose, in your self-awareness, in your development, in your communication and conflict. And I absolutely guarantee you that you will walk away with higher scores after doing the foundation series than when you started. Uh, so for more information on that, you can find out at the cqcommunity.com. Um, and so that's a bit of a, a snapshot of what's been going on. Um, happy and excited and really on fire to keep bringing you resources and support and stories and and my fiery queer self that seems to have emerged over the last couple of years and wants to do really great amazing work for the community so this is um what you can expect from me going forward is more stories more personal lessons i'll probably be making some ongoing mistakes and i do do believe in the importance of community stories and you know sharing experience so my experience i'm also going to be interviewing people about their experience and you'll hear more information just about tools coaching and queer men's health and wellness uh, you'll also be hearing about information on what the conscious queer community is up to and more about the men's work movement and development and coaching for queer guys i want this to always remain a, a resource for people in our community um, and anyone that might be interested if you're curious about doing some of this work, definitely go and take the assessment, the best self assessment. But also if you're interested in the five week foundation series, go to the website and, and, and register for the live call that we'll be doing on Thursday, October 20th at 4 p.m. Pacific for a live discussion. It's like a, an open circle uh, discussion and information session for the queer men's work for the Conscious Queer Community Foundation series. 
it's something that's going to be great even if you just come for the one time and if you're looking for connection and a space maybe to learn from others and to get to know some other people that are on the same journey of self-development and becoming a conscious queer individual just come and check it out it's a free session you'll get to connect with us and maybe you'll take away just one thing that might support you in moving forward so i look forward to seeing you really soon I've really enjoyed being here to update you on what's been going on, and I just can't wait. I can't wait to continue on the journey to Worthy, offering you tools and stories to support you on your journey. Thanks, everyone, and we'll talk to you real soon. All right, everyone, thanks for listening. And if you liked what you heard today, please leave a rating and review on iTunes. Also, share this with a friend or on your social media to let someone else know that they are not alone in their journey. You can also access the gay, bi, and queer self-development quiz mentioned on the website to discover the areas that you might need to focus on to live a healthier, stronger, and happier queer life. So head on over to thecqcommunity.com. There's also information on this website about all the conscious queer men's work groups that are coming up when the next group is and how to join. You can also follow us at the CQ Community Facebook group to connect with other guys like you. And also follow us on Instagram at the CQ Community. Or you can reach out to me directly on Instagram at Journey to Jeremy. Thanks everyone and until next time.